This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. Happy Christmas, everyone. How good it is to celebrate our Saviour's birth together uh, this morning and just really been looking forward to that and it's such a special, such a special, special time. The Christmas story is amazing. God wrapped himself in human flesh and emerged into the world as a helpless child. And he put him in, himself in that position because of his great love for us. What an extraordinary story. And I want to pick up that uh, story eight days after his birth. Jesus' parents, Mary and Joseph, took him to the temple. And in the temple, this is what this is what happened. And it'll be on the screen. You can follow it on the screen. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel or the comfort of the Messiah. And the Holy Spirit was on him. It's been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he'd seen the Lord's Messiah. Amazing promise. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts when the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him what the custom of the law required. Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel." In other words, Jesus, the Christ of Christmas, is for everyone. Verse 33, the child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them. Verse 36, there was also a prophet Anna, the daughter of Penel, the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying, Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Israel. So aside, of course, from Jesus, who is a central character in the book of Luke. Luke, as we've seen over the last few weeks, I've looked at this Sunday by Sunday, we see that Luke draws in a whole bunch of other characters. He includes other people in the story. And I want you to know this morning that you and me, we're also included in the Christmas story. We weren't there 2,000 years ago, but the Christ of Christmas would include us into that story today that we could know that same God's love. And here we find these two people, Simeon and Anna. And I think Luke tells the story really, really well. Because what Luke actually does is he shows us real, pe real people in real situations. The kind of situations that you and I find ourselves in. And as I've said, we are drawn into that story. We have a phrase and a value at Life Church where we say people are our priority. And you can see from how Luke writes this gospel that as far as he con is concerned, it's the same. People, I think Luke would fit in really well at Life Church because he would get, he would see what we what we get and what's what's important to us. And Christmas is all about 
Jesus, it's all about people, isn't it? It's all about family and friends. And we try to make space, and sometimes it's really busy fitting everybody in. We want to fit in, but we try to do the best we can to see people at Christmas because that's what Christmas is about. That's what life is about, relationship with Jesus and relationship with other, other people. But the Christmas story, although familiar to many of us, but not everyone, it's the greatest story ever told. Now, I don't know about you, but over this uh, Christmas period, Trish and I have watched uh, a couple of uh, classic films. Trish has a great ability to watch most of it through our eyelids. Uh, but, but, but we have watched some, some, uh, some, some great films. Oh, It's a Wonderful Life. Not watched that for years. Very, very old film. And it kind of gets you into the, the spirit of Christmas. It kind of makes you feel Christmassy, all these stories, and you might have your own favorite. And uh, what, another one of my favorites is Elf. I love that, that film. Absolutely brilliant. A Home Alone. What, whatever it is that you like, it reminds you of Christmas and it kind of draws you in to that story. But the story that we're remembering this morning is absolutely the greatest story of ever, that's been, ever been told. God left the best to come to be with us that first Christmas. So that first, from the first century to the 21st century, the story is God the Son came to be our Savior. And we've looked at that in different ways at different times over these last few weeks. But we are introduced in this narrative to two people, Simeon and Anna. And it tells us a little bit about them. It says uh, Simeon was was a godly man. He was filled with the Spirit, and he'd received this promise, quite a strange promise from God. He'd received it, it says, from the Holy Spirit to say, Simeon, you're not going to die until Jesus, uh, until the Messiah comes, until the Savior is born. And he must have been carrying this promise for a long time. What would his mates make of it? What would his family make of it? Because they'd been waiting for the Messiah for hundreds of years. 800 years had been waiting for this to happen. But Simeon was convinced that this was going to happen. And he would see it with his own eyes, which he absolutely did. He had an expectation of what this was going to look like. We have Anna, who tells us she was a godly woman. And she was devoted to God. And she was a prophet. She spoke on behalf of God. She told people about God. What an incredible thing that she had. What a, a bit of a wow situation to think that you could speak on behalf of God. But they were also not only devout, not only devoted to God, but they were also very old. This lady, Anna, had lived many, many years. She was now into 84 lived many years without a husband. And Simeon had waited many years as well to see that. And they must have got to that point, carrying this promise, thinking, is this ever going to happen? And it kind of very much like our lives. Sometimes the things that God promises to us seem to take forever to come to pass, as if it's never going to happen. 
But what God does, sometimes when we're at the end of ourselves, sometimes when we are at, 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 we, we're kind of broken, we're kind of worn out and wondering if it's ever going to happen, that's when God shows up. The grace of God shows up in those kind of situations. I want you to be encouraged this morning. You might be carrying something today. You might be, might be struggling. You might be in difficulty. And God hasn't yet come through for you. Hang on like these great saints of God, Simeon and Anna, and see the promises of God come to pass for you. They'd both been waiting for that. There was an anticipation. There was an expectation. Christmas is a very emotional time, isn't it? We get excited, perhaps. Children, we've just seen some of that. We get very excited about the whole idea of Christmas. But we also have the emotion of people who we've loved and lost, people who are no longer with us. And that can sometimes be very, very difficult, particularly those first Christmases. But we remain uh, people who are grateful to what God has done for us. They kept on trusting God. I think Christmas is about presence and presence. Presence and presence. It's about what we receive, or certainly for children, that's what they're excited about, what they are going to receive. And it's also about uh, the presence. It's about, for adults, it's probably the presence of family and friends around us so we can celebrate with the people that we love. You know, the, with, there's an anticipation for Christmas. Sometimes we wait and wait and wait and think, it's going to be amazing. It seldom lives up to that. And the presence that we kind of always wanted seldom perhaps live up to that. But the best, got to tell you, the best present that I've that I had as a child was a broken drum. You can't beat it. Let's watch this short video about anticipation and expectation, and you'll remember, forget that joke quickly.
<laughs> Sometimes all that anticipation and expectation doesn't kind of work out the way you thought. I hope you get first go on that trampoline, <laughs> if that's your gift. I hope your sprouts turn out perfectly. And your roasties are just the best. But sometimes it doesn't quite happen like that. Kids in the house are ready to receive. The Bible tells us that Simeon was waiting. Another way to translate the word that was used in the Greek says he was ready to receive. And that's kind of a picture of Christmas. If you've got children in your home, they are so ready to receive. They can't wait to get up. They can't wait for it. How many more days to Christmas? Come and get up yet. And they're just absolutely desperate to receive that. You tell them, let's open some presents after, after lunch. Why would you want to do that? No, let's get them all now. Let's, let's, let's hit that expectation and anticipation but is there ever a perfect gift? Is there ever a perfect Christmas lunch? Simeon built his life on the expectation of anticipation of God fulfilling a promise, as did Anna. He was a devout believer, patiently waiting. And then he had that moment where he held that child in his arms. And he held on to the promise of God. What a beautiful picture that is to see that. And we've seen the babies born this year and babies are born every day of the week, of course. But we've seen in our church family, we've seen new life come in and the anticipation, that waiting when it happens, it is a wonderful thing. He built his life on trusting on the, in the promises of God, holding on to what God had said. Anna Continue to be devoted to God, even though she lost everything that was dear to her. A widow from a very young age. That would have been a difficult situation. It always is. It would have been even more so than I am sure in those times. But she held on to that. And when she saw Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior, she burst into song. Why wouldn't you? When you've been waiting that long, she burst into song and spent the rest of her life telling everybody about what God had done for her. What an incredible thing that is to be grateful. Let's watch another short video. Not as funny. No animals were involved in or harmed in the making of this next video. Thank you.
That's what gratitude does. When you're grateful for what you've received, you want to do something for someone else. And I love that thought that Christmas isn't just about what we receive, although we have received so much from God. It causes us, like Simeon and Anna, to do something for other people. Simeon held the child, Jesus, God the Son, in his arms, blessed him and blessed the family. Anna did everything she could to tell others about what God, that God had arrived, what God was doing for them. Simeon and Anna gave us a good example. God has blessed us with so much, so much. And at Life Church, we do the very best that we can, never more so than this last 12 months, passing on what we have to others, to be a blessing to others. And that's what gratitude looks like. It's not about just receiving it. I'm entitled. This is mine. No, it's about what we do receive and then passing it on to others. We're here this morning to thank God for blessing us. We're here today to thank God for the greatest gift of all, that gift at Christmas. And the musicians will just come and join me. That would be wonderful. But we're here to thank God for that, to show our faithfulness, our thankfulness to God and to worship Him. We were keen from that first song, those of us who love God, to worship God. Yeah, the, carol, the words of carol may, may or may not be familiar to you, but when it's a relationship with God, it's a real expression of gratitude to Him. These guys were looking forward, to Anna and Simeon were looking forward to the Messiah, to the Savior, to be born. What are you looking forward to? Maybe you've already received your presence and you're, you're very grateful for that. Maybe you're hoping for a great, a great lunch. But you know, Christmas doesn't, isn't ruined if the, the roasties don't turn out right. If the turkey isn't quite as succulent as, it, as you would like it to be. That's really not more, a lot more about it than that. The angels announced that Jesus would be good news of great joy to all people. And he was, and he still is. Jesus came for the marginalized. He came for the excluded. He came for the rich. He came for the poor. He came for the old. He came for the young. And if we can embrace that gift, we receive so much, not only at Christmas, but for the rest of our lives. There's no one who does not need Jesus to be their savior. And there's no one excluded from having Jesus as their Savior. He offers salvation to all of us. In the 30 years or so that Jesus lived from that time, he fulfilled what Simeon said he would do. He was a blessing. He did make a difference. And he was the person that reached out to, all, to everyone. Simeon said... My eyes have seen my salvation. What an extraordinary thing. He'd had this promise for so long, and he finally saw it with his own eyes. Don't die without seeing Jesus for yourself. Don't die without experiencing the love of God for yourself. So, so important. The heart, the soul, the message of Christmas is that Jesus came to be our Savior to show us unconditional love.
makes the story that Luke tells makes room for everybody. There's all sorts of different characters and different situations. We are aware as we celebrate Jesus, as we celebrate the birth of Christ today, in this place in Lancashire, right across the world, people are meeting to celebrate and have met to celebrate the goodness of God. Don't miss the heart and the soul of Christmas. Like Simeon and Anna, let's be thankful for Christmas. Galatians 4 says this, When the set time had fully come, God sent his son to be born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. So God sent his son at a set time, at the right time, at the appropriate moment, when the time was fully come, when it was the right time to do it, he sent his son and for a purpose to buy us back to himself so that we could know forgiveness, we could know joy, we could know the love of God for ourselves, not just at Christmas. We get to carry this good news all our lives and to pass it on. Inspired by this older lady, Anna, that she spent the rest of our life singing God's praises and telling other people about God. It's a challenge to us all. I'm thankful. And what is that gratitude going to look like this Christmas time and beyond that? Well, no one's fixed a gate for me, but maybe I'm supposed to be the person fixing the gate. I'm supposed to be the person meeting the need. I'm supposed to be the person being a friend. I'm supposed to be that person who blesses others because of what God has done for me. Because out of gratitude, we bless others. We have that example from Jesus. He was given for us. All we have to do is receive him and accept him as a Lord and Savior. Christmas is about presence and presence. The reality is, His presence with us is the present. His presence with us now and forever is what Christmas is all about. Let's pray. Father, thank you, the greatest story that you include us in. Thank you because of your heart of love for us your unconditional love for each and every person that will ever breathe breath on this earth. You loved us, Lord, irrespective of who we are or what we've done, and loved us enough to give us an opportunity to come into a relationship with you, to be transformed, to become more like you, to know what it is to have a hope and a future, to know what it is to be forgiven and have an eternity secure with you. We thank you for Christmas. We thank you for the message that means all of us are included. No one is excluded. Thank you for your presence, the greatest present we could ever have. Amen. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to get in touch via at LifeLanks on social media 